I know there's a lot of worry going around right now, but I just wanted to jump on and say, if you feel like you know a straight man who's going to try and start a podcast, just be like Stephen, because as far as I know, most of them are called Stephen. Be like, Stephen, no. Stephen, nobody wants to... People are not... People are not... Stephen, people are not interested in that. And then give them some anti back and just send them on their way. Johnny Cash and I don't dress in black There's no friends on my shirt I got no cowboy boots and I never rode the range Spitting tobacco in the dirt And I never lost the farm on the turn of the card I never gamble anyway But something drove me right down this song I guess my muse had something to say And I'm trying to write a country song If I'm a country they say country's three cards and the truth But your truth is different to mine Now country songs are about poor folk trucks and beer But I'm a middle class guy from Bedfordshire The only thing I've written is a donkey on the beach it's so out of reach And I never consider myself a fan of country But we all know some of the songs But still I find myself singing with a twang I wonder that I went wrong They say country, three cards and the truth But your truth is different to mine So maybe I should go And move to Nashville Take my chances at the Grand Old Opry Get into the country hall of fame
They say countries record in the truth, and your truth is different to mine. Hi, this is Steve. It's been about a year since I last did an episode of the It's Not About the Gear podcast. So it's about time I did another one and I have an excuse really because at the end of last year I put out an album and you heard a track from it at the beginning of the show and I'll talk about that in a bit. So what's been happening over the last year? Well I think last time I mentioned the advent of the Covid pandemic and what effect it was having on the country and the world and it was limiting our musical options but I personally have managed to make some music with some friends and it's kept me going through these difficult times. On the musical gear front, I added a banjo to my collection. This was something my parents had lying around for some reason and I've used that on a couple of things. I also bought a Epiphone Les Paul Jr. from someone who was selling it locally. It was quite a nice guitar. It had a P90 pickup and it had been modified to look like a, a Gibson model but uh, did not withstand close examination, but I had a bit of fun with it. But I decided to sell it on, as I couldn't really justify having another electric guitar around the house. I've got a couple, and I'm not using those enough to really justify having more at the moment. So it's gone to a, a good home. So with my local music friends, the Aussie musicians, I've been doing some busking. Danielle, the clarinetist, and I did a few sessions in Hitchin and we played in Letchworth as well and we also got together with a group we call Swing 42 which contains three other people and we've done a few performances with that and sometimes we actually make some money I think I think one time we made no money at all for some reason but other times we made enough to buy us some coffees and one lot we donated to a charity shop and it's a bit of fun just getting out there and entertaining people because they've been starved of live music over the last year or so. We've also done some gigs at a uh, bar in Hitchin called the Angel Share, which does very nice whiskey. And Daniel and I did a couple of gigs there, support slots for other people. And we also did a sort of open mic with a whole load of the Aussie musicians there, which was probably the first time we'd all got together in person for about a year. We've been doing our online open mic sessions and some of those we use pre-recorded tracks, some we play live but obviously can't play with other people over the internet because of the inherent delays in that but people have done some really good performances some very creative video work with people accompanying themselves and it's been fun and some people can get together they've got their bubbles as they call it where they can in each other's houses and we've had a few uh, practice sessions for Swing 42 in Danielle's garden just taking precautions on that and I think we've all been fairly careful anyway so the risk was low enough to make it worth it so that's kept us going because uh, I know some of these people live alone and it can, can get lonely I mean I'm hardly ever going out going to doing the weekly shop is about the only time I go out apart from when I go running because uh, I had some time off work because didn't have any work for me so I was sort of redundant for a while but I'm back at it now it's all working from home everyone I work with is working from home and I don't even have video cameras on the work laptop so I don't see their faces 
you need something to keep you going through these times. I, I did some online courses for work stuff to pass the time while I was off work and trying to keep the music going. But one, my big project this year was to re- finally record my album of my own songs. Incentive for this was to get something that, that I could give to the family at Christmas. And I've been thinking about doing this for a couple of years and just hadn't done it. But I've pushed myself and in the end... Despite all this free time I had, I didn't use it that well. But So it was a bit of a rushed job in the end, but I got it done and I'm actually quite pleased with it. I've had to sort out my home setup to make recording quick and easy. I've made use of a, a mixer I have, because so, I've only got a two-input interface here and I don't want to be swapping cables around all the time. So I plug everything into the mixer and activate the appropriate channel for what I'm recording, so if it's vocals or guitar or another microphone for something else. I'm not doing too much of that. I I did do some percussion on the album using my old djembe and uh, got a little wooden frog thing that makes some noises. I think all that was done through my condenser mic, but this setup with the mixer is it's working quite well in the if you want to be recording, you don't want to be messing around every time. You get on with making the music. And the setup I've got now, I'm still using the Arda audio workstation on Ubuntu Studio. And that's working well. I don't get any audio glitches on that. So I can just get on and record the songs, which is what I wanted to do for this album. So I'll play you another song from it now. I can't write a love song Cause I'm not the romantic type And I can't write a punk song Cause I ain't that angry either I'm just a mild-mannered geek With the power to speak These words I'm giving There's too many songs About cars And girls and drinking And not enough songs About sitting Down and thinking I ain't no Super poet I'm just a wordsmith Don't you know it But I think I'm brave And I wish I could write an epic Like the Bee Gees But I may not have that rhythm In my soul And I may have some life goal Of writing rock and roll But I have to go where the muse will take me So I'll just keep on writing I'm not interested in fighting And someday I may hit 
perfect note The tunes just keep on coming When I am out there running But I still got a long way to go So the way I recorded this album, it's it's all me. I used my Taylor acoustic, my Tanglewood ukulele, and didn't do any electric stuff on it this time. It just what it felt was right for it. And I did feel the need for some bass and drums on some tracks, and I'm not very good at programming drums. So what I did, I used an app called iReal Pro, which some of my friends have used, and it's an accompaniment app you can program in a sequence of chords and set a style and a uh, tempo and it actually does a pretty good job if you set up repeats or sections for verses it does little turnaround bits for the bass and drums which makes it actually sound like real people maybe it's better than some accompaniment apps i've heard i'd pay a few pounds for it but and it actually runs on my phone so i have to export the audio from that and import it on the computer and i used that on three or four tracks on the album in one case i used it but didn't actually include it on the final version because i i needed something to give me a, a steady tempo and i've tried using the metronome in ardor but i just can't seem to keep in time with that i work better with a, a drum beat it seems so it was useful for that within ardor I need to learn more about the production side of it, really. The, the only effects I use with a bit of compression and reverb, just to give it a bit of space. And it's a fairly short album. There's only nine tracks on it. So I had the Man Flu one, which I think I've had on a previous show, which I did a few years ago. Hanging Around was actually on the previous episode of this show. And then it took a while before I got round to doing the others. And so the whole album is less than 25 minutes long because my songs are generally short, only a couple of minutes. I think the longest one's about four minutes. And I produced a CD. I had a play around and created the uh, CD artwork and uh, bought some CD labels, which I managed to print on my laser printer, and they came out quite nicely. So it's a semi-professional looking thing, but there's only been a couple of physical versions produced. What I've done is I've put the album on Bandcamp, which I've bought a lot of music from previously, and I've actually had about four sales. I've, I've put it available for free, so other people could have downloaded it and not paid, and I don't mind that at all. It's not about making money for me, but it's nice that some people did feel like giving me some money for it. And it's had a couple of hundred plays, or maybe not even that, that I can see on there. I've also put some tracks on a service called Audius, which I heard of from, heard about from some people on Hive, and you can post your music on there. I think there is some sort of earning scheme on there, but I haven't got enough plays for that. But one of my tr songs has had 59 plays on there. I've not had any real feedback on that, but uh, I've been followed by a few of the people there. There's a guy runs a thing called Atom Collector, which is a sort of like a record label, and he run, does a weekly show on YouTube, 
where he plays some music from people within the community. And he actually did an album launch show for me where we, he just played through the album and then we had a, a text chat where people could respond and I got some nice feedback. People said the album had a nice flow to it and they enjoyed the songs. Everyone likes the IKEA song. That is my hit, I would say. Gets good responses wherever I go. And having a bit of humour in your music does help. So the other thing the Atom Collector guy does is uh, he created a game on the Hive platform where it's basically about having a music career. And it's a very simple thing. One of these games where you just do missions where you set it going and you get some rewards for that. But you can use your rewards to buy musical instruments or and musicians and vehicles for getting around on your tours and you gradually work your way up to doing national tours but he's actually used the music from the community you can have playing in the background on a sort of radio station one of my songs is on there i might actually i submitted some more i'm not sure if they've gone on there yet and it's, it's a fun little game and i've uh, sort of built up quite a collection of cards on there and there is actually a card with me on it because i helped him out in his early days on the uh, Steam platform, he grateful enough to create a card with my picture on it, and it's quite a high-value card. And I was actually given one of those because it's a quite rare, and I wouldn't be likely to get it just by buying the packs. And I haven't actually seen one for sale, so I don't know what their people think they're worth. But similar cards can go for sort of twenty, thirty pounds. So got a nice little value to it. But getting back to the album, I'm not sure what else I really want to do with it. I may make some more physical CDs to give to friends, but I'm not going to go for heavy marketing on it. I'm not looking to make lots of money from it. But if there are some options for that, I'll look into them. I've heard of some service that you can pay and they will get your music onto things like Spotify. But I don't know if I'm that bothered about that. I may just leave it on Bandcamp, and I've got some stuff on SoundCloud as well that some people pick up on. And I think I need to consider what I'm going to do next. I'd like to do now. Now I've done one album, I can consider doing another one and maybe look at doing some electric guitar and maybe something more rocking. But I think I need to write some new songs, and that's something I haven't done so much of recently. Over the last year or so, I've written some little topical comedy songs to post online. And I'm not sure if those are the ones I want to put on the album. I want more the what I might consider proper songs to go on there. But it's all options. I mean, it's not costing me anything to do these. And I'm not too worried about who listens. I have had some discussion with Danielle about whether we should do some proper recordings of our Swing 47 jazz swing songs i mean that's all covers but it'd be nice to actually go into a studio and get someone to do some decent recordings of us just for our own amusement and friends but that may have to wait until post pandemic time when it's easier to get together and go places although i'm sure some studios are doing stuff where they can because like all businesses they need to make money in these difficult times as regarding the podcast, I'm going to continue to put episodes onto Podomatic, which I've used from the start, but I may have to remove 
some of the earlier shows if I run out of space on there because I'm just using the free plan on there and I'll put the latest shows on SoundCloud as well and then I'll do the blog posts about them will be on Hive because that's where I've got the biggest audience I did have a blogger blog that Google owned but I don't think many people are seeing that so I don't know if it's really worth using that I may as well exploit the audience I've got on Hive because I get good responses on there this is a nice community building and I'd still encourage musicians and anyone else to get on there other platforms have got had some issues lately I mean for most of us we're not so much in danger of having our account shut down but it's always a risk if you upset the wrong people and I think if you've got good content you should be earning from it and Hive I think is a very good place to do that because it's you don't need thousands of readers to do it. You've only got one or two. If they give you some votes, you make something. So give it a look. Get in touch with me if you're interested. I did consider using the Internet Archive for the podcasts. That would give me free hosting for the shows, but because some of them have got copyrighted music in them, that might be an issue. I might have to edit out any cover songs, or they might get taken down. So I'll still consider that and uh, I'll look into the practicalities. Anyway, I shall finish with my hit and I hope to have another show coming soon. I've got something else to talk about. So maybe in a few weeks or a month I'll do another show. But if you've got any suggestions, you can contact me. I'm stevec at gmail.com but that's spelled S-T-E-E-V-C and that Steve C is my tag on Hive and SoundCloud and Twitter, so you can reach me on any of those platforms. I'd really like to do some interviews and discussions with people, or if you've got a segment you'd like to submit about some aspect of music creation, then get in touch with me and we we can do something. So I'll leave you with IKEA. Thoughts and a plethora of coffee, tables and forks, a mommy 